Allison and Eric too. I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm with the one, the only, the sexy, and feeling slightly better, Mr. Eric Robertson. I feel so much better. Okay, how long have you been sick? I'm going on my fourth week. He really has been sick that long. And you know how men get like men colds and I kind of tend to be heartless. I'm like, you're fine. You're fine. I walked in two nights ago and Eric had been making himself a frozen pizza and he was just laying on the kitchen floor. And I was like, okay, babe, you got to go to the doctor. And I never tell anyone to go to the doctor. And you went and what did they tell you? He said my lungs were in awful shape, like pneumonia. Um, <laughs> bronchitis, sinus infection. My ears have been congested for almost two weeks. I still can't hear very well. But we're still going to have an amazing episode. But I took so many pills last night, and my body doesn't know what to do with it. I feel great. Drugs are awesome, and that's what this episode is about. How awesome drugs are. No, that's not true. This is going to be such a good episode. I am so excited for you guys. This is episode 102. I want to know what fun is. I want you to show me. Oh, and I am going to show you. Are you ready to feel sexier, to feel better, to feel more alive? Are you ready to have some more fun in your freaking life? Eric is even making like a sexy dance right now. You're ready, baby. Okay, here's the thing, guys. Is it October? I don't even know what month it is. It's Funtober. It's fun. Ooh, it's Funtober. This is the time of year. We're like leading into the holidays and all of these supposedly fun things are coming up. One of our first podcast episodes, I think it's like number three with Susan Peterson, is about how to have more fun in your life. But it was high time we talked about having more fun. A hundred episodes later, we're going to tackle this again. Well, and you can go back and listen to that if you really want to dive into it. But it's something that I have been applying flying in my life wholeheartedly lately, which like, if we're not having fun doing the podcast, what's the point? If I'm not having fun doing my work, what's the point? Because this is all work. These are all things I chose to do. And you can listen to the last few episodes. There's been a lot of stress, a lot of feelings, a lot of highs and lows. And I really wanted to come at you in this episode and say, man, life can be hard. There is suffering out there, but it is so important that we have fun. So do you want to have some more fun? Yes. I'm going to show you how this episode, you are, it's such a good episode because it comes with an action plan for having more fun. But that sounds not fun. It sounds not fun, but I know it is. So teach us. You don't have to have it. I'm just saying like, if you are really serious about wanting to have more fun and doing a little checklist and taking a quiz and writing things down sounds fun to you, then you can (laughs) get this. It's an, I want to know what fun is little action plan. And you can text 31996. Uh, I want fun, all one word. And everything that I'm going to be talking about is in this worksheet. So like, it could be a fun thing to do with your kids. It could be a fun thing to do with your partner. Hey, we're just having fun. Especially if you're not having fun, this isn't going to make it worse. <laughs> 
Okay, so here's what fun can do for you. We talked about this in January in my Awesome On Demand program because the focus in January is enthusiasm. And you want to know the craziest thing though, Eric? Tell me. So many people have forgotten how to have fun. They're, they're embarrassed. No, I agree. In college, I have a funny memory. My friends were sitting around and there's all these concerts coming up and all these plans. We're like, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And one of our friends are like, uh, uh, we're like, what is your problem? And he goes, I'm just not a fun person. <laughs> And so that might even be a label you've given yourself. Oh, totally. You can decide you're not fun and then nothing sounds fun. Well, and especially for the time of life that I think so many listeners are in, we have so many students who listen, so many parents who listen, so many entrepreneurs who listen. Basically, life is just one big transitional game. And whenever you're transitioning and you're focused on something, you're changing. And I think what can happen is we get stuck thinking what used to be fun for us should still be fun. Yeah. And then we feel guilt or we feel weird or we try to force the fun. It's just like a funny thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, it can be a habit, like what you think is fun. Mm. And, and you can do something like, well, that's not fun to me anymore. Maybe I'm not a fun person. Not true. So this is what we're going to do. First, I'm going to tell you why having fun is so important. Get you pumped to make this a, really a priority in your life because it is something you have to make a priority. It's something you have to make an intention. Then I'm going to help you see what's been blocking you from your fun. And then we're going to help remind you and help you think of some things that are fun for you. Are you ready? Ready. Do you want to know what fun is? Here's what fun can do for you. Having fun increases serotonin in the brain, which is a chemical that helps regulate your moods. So now you can really see like, oh, it's science. I have to have more fun, right? Having fun also improves connection and is actually a fundamental part of building trust in relationships. So think when you're having fun with your kids, when you're having fun with your partner, when you're having fun with coworkers, you're actually building trust. So like businessmen making deals on the golf course, there's a real science behind this. It really is. And honestly, like the last couple of weeks, we've had so much to do at my office and we've really prioritized. I've really prioritized having fun, which in the past I think might've felt like, oh, we're not using time efficiently, but we have been laughing so hard and it's really helped us get this work done with more ease. Oh yeah. I can totally see that. And we trust one another too. And so the other thing fun is going to do is it's going to increase your energy. So we know from like lots of questions we get about the podcast, so many people want more motivation. They want more energy. Having fun is actually something that's going to increase your energy. And it's kind of a conundrum because I think people feel like they don't have the energy or the resources to have fun. But it's one of those things. Having it is going to give you more of it right? Yeah, I can see that. And the other thing that we found when we were researching why fun is so important is people who have fun sleep better. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like, and think, think about this, Eric, you have a lot of fun. You sleep really well. That's true. I do sleep really well. Kids have a lot of fun and kids tend to sleep better than adults, right? Uh Uh-huh. So having fun is going to help you get more sleep. And I've been reading, this is a getting booky with it. Na, 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 na. 
Oh my gosh. I'm so obsessed with this book. I'm so obsessed with this book. It will change your life. Get it right this minute. It's Gabrielle Bernstein's new book, Super Attractor. I have so many good things to say about this, but she has a lot of points about how to attract, you know, the life you want. And she has so many ideas about fun. And she says this about fun, and I'm obsessed with it. Having fun along the way, so like along the way of your goal or whatever it is you want to achieve, shifts your energy to certainty. Okay, think about that. When you're having fun, you do feel that, you feel sure of yourself. It gives you more positive energy. So I'm going to read this quote. Having fun along the way shifts your energy to certainty. When joy becomes your default, you become certain that everything will work out, even if in the end, the result is different from what you planned. I love that. Yeah. So that's been really helping me when we focus on these big goals or launches or projects in the middle of them. The energy of fun will change the energy of the result. So we think we have to bring stress and force and pressure and coercion to our goals and to what we're trying to achieve. But really when we bring that energy of fun, it really shifts the direction of everything. So I love this idea of thinking of having fun as putting money in the bank. You're like creating this reserve of awesomeness that's going to serve you when you need to cope in difficult situations. So think of having fun as like just building up a store of awesomeness. Now, the first thing we're going to examine is, are you making it too hard to have fun? That's what she said. No. Are you making... (laughs) (laughs) Are you making it? Are you making fun? Another project. Exactly. Right? And so in the worksheet that you can download, but you don't have to if it doesn't sound fun, (laughs) I want you to think of these questions. So I have to have blank to have fun. So for some people, that's... Money. Money. Yeah, we both out of money. Time. Or a certain person with them. Yes. I have to have my house perfectly clean. I have to have uh, the feeling that I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be getting done. My checklist has to be done before I can have fun. What do you think is something that sometimes you inadvertently think you have to have, Eric, before you can have fun? Oh, man. I'll tell you mine. I think I have to have worked really hard. It's almost like I have to work really hard to earn the fun. Yeah. And these are th- the reason why it's hard for you to think of is because you're not aware of them, do you, right? Like you're not aware of them, like they're subconscious, which is why I do think it's helpful to write them down. Yeah. But even saying that out loud, like it was crazy. Both of us were like money, you know, like there's these things and okay, so I've got more. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I need to be with to have fun. Right. Okay. Things have to be to have fun. Yeah. Perfect. What do you think? Things it, have to uh, be. Things have to be in order. Things have to be done. Um, obviously that you're prioritizing fun below other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's interesting. Just get like your gut reaction. So things have to be listener. You fill in for you to have fun. My house has to be clean or whatever. Yeah. Organized. yeah. My body has to be healthy. I added that one in. That's interesting. Because I think so many people think my body has to be, my weight has to be, my physical appearance has to be. I think so many people aren't having fun because they're waiting to look a certain way. Oh, yeah. I've never thought oh, about that. Yeah, that's, that's women. That is women. And I'm sure lots of men, too. 
I'm going to have more fun at the beach. I'm going to have more fun on vacation. Honestly, as a- I'm going to have more fun if I look good in pictures. Yes, right? But think of it this way. When you're having more fun in the body you're in, you're going to move more. You're going to be more attractive. People who are having fun are sexy. It's so fun true. Fun is sexy. Think of like pictures of like sexy beer and alcohol commercials. What do they always show? People having fun. Yeah. You're sexier when you're having fun. That's okay. why you married me. Because you're so fun. Look how sexy <laughs> you are. Okay. This is, are you making fun too hard? The last fill in the blank. My kids or partner has to be blank to have fun. And that might be. We have to be not fighting. My kids have to be behaving. And I just want to say the other day, Fiona was being terrible and I was still having tons of fun. <laughs> like, it's easy to think like all my kids have to be getting along because especially a lot of women prioritize the feelings of other people before they allow themselves to have the feelings that they want. But really when you do that, what you're doing is you're letting other people determine how you're going to feel, which unintentionally you're making yourself a victim. And I think moms do that a lot. And that saying like, you're only as happy as your happiest child. That is a big load of BS. Yeah, It's, it's whatever people can say it, but that's not a healthy thought that really puts your feelings in the hands of other people. Yeah, totally. Which how you react to your feelings, not even your feelings, but how you react and are aware of your feelings, that's maybe the only thing you do have control of in this life. So after you think of all of these things, I have to be with, I need to be, my house has to be, my body has to be, look at the parameters you've created to have fun. There's a lot of, like, you may have unintentionally created all of these parameters to have fun. And then on a scale of one to 10, you can ask yourself, how hard am I making it to have fun? How hard am I making it to have a good time? And then after that, I want you to look at those answers and say, is it really true? Is it really true that my body has to look a certain way in order for me to have fun? Is it really true that my house has to be perfectly clean in order for me to have fun? This thought, is it really true, helps me all of the time because it's kind of like a way to check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? Well, these are all uh, conscious constructs that we've made because children don't have these. It's I mean, so they're, they're the example of fun, fun is free and fun is available at an instant. Yes. And then we've made these constructs, we've made these rules and walls. Yes. So really the first part of this was just, it's an awareness exercise of what are the walls, the constructs, what is the imaginary house you've built up around being able to access your well of fun? What are the barriers you've put up? And now the second thing I want to examine is fun versus numbing. Because I think especially as adults, we unintentionally numb instead of having fun. And here's the difference. When you have fun, you're going to feel recharged or relaxed afterwards. When you are numbing, you're going to feel drained or the same negative emotion you brought with you, you're going to bring it out with you or it's going to be increased because it's like you've just been putting something off. So I want you to look at the things you do and ask, 
Is watching TV numbing for me or am I having fun? And honestly, even sometimes I notice the way I watch TV can be fun or can be numbing. So I've been watching Gilmore Girls lately because I know after watching Gilmore Girls, I feel fun. I feel recharged. I feel a little more hopeful. A little more witty. I do. I feel a little more zany. I've got more zings. She's she's zipping around after that. (laughs) To throw at Eric, it's just the tone of that television show, the writing, whereas other shows I can like get deep into and are gripping, but like after watching four episodes, I'm like, I don't feel good anymore, but I have to keep watching this. That's more of a numbing. So here are some questions to ask yourself to really help us discover some things that are fun for us. I feel recharged after I... I feel recharged after, like, hanging out with my best friends. That's so great. Like... And you know what I think is so helpful is sometimes, and Eric, you're really good at pointing this out for me, sometimes I hang out with certain people and I come home and you're like you don't seem to ever feel good after you hang out with that person. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 we had fun. I love them. And you're like, okay, well, you don't seem in a good mood. So (laughs) So I think that that can be like, think of like your partner or somebody around you. Sometimes they can help you see these habits. Another question to ask yourself is, I laugh really hard when I, I laugh really hard when we make slightly inappropriate jokes at work. Like, like, and not like, oh, we have to be inappropriate to have fun, but just when we get silly and we like take a minute and step back and realize like how ridiculous it is, like what we're doing. So really, I think it's, I laugh really hard when I keep perspective, right? When I'm able to like pull back and have perspective of how funny the actual thing is, uh-huh. it always makes me laugh really hard. Like the absurdity of it makes me laugh really hard. Yeah. So something to think about, like next time you laugh really hard, take note, like what is it about the situation that's helping you laugh really hard? Right. And then another question is, I never regret spending time with... That's a great question. I think that's a really good one. Like every every time I spend time with that person, I feel this way. And another great question to help you look at things that are recharging you versus numbing. I feel passionate when I... So I feel passionate, honestly, a lot of times when I do the podcast. Yeah, you do. The, the podcast isn't a draining experience for me. It's a really fun experience yeah, for me. Yeah, I can tell that because when we're done, you say, that was awesome. And you like walk out ready to go to work and you have a ton of pep in your step. I got some pep in my step. You're pepping in your stepping. And again, the idea isn't you're never going to do things that drain you. You're never going to do things that are hard. But at the same time, like, can you bring the fun energy with you going into it and be more conscious of it? And also, I've been paying a lot of attention to my energy level after I complete projects or tasks. And I'm like, wow, this doesn't drain me. Doing this doesn't drain me. Talking one-on-one into the microphone doesn't drain me. How can I do more of that? Yeah. How can I make the work that I do center more around that and less around the things that really suck and drain me? This is so applicable to parenting. Yeah. So applicable to parenting. We think we have to do all of these things as parents. Like we have to go on these elaborate bike rides or take kids to amusement parks or plan play dates or birthday, like whatever it is, focus on the things you do as a parent that recharge you and make you actually have fun and your kids are going to want to do that with you. So we watch a lot of Harry Potter together. 
And my friend Bri was saying, I don't know how you get your kids in bed like relaxing watching Harry Potter. And I honestly think one reason why the kids all like to watch Harry Potter with me is I'm really fun when we're watching Harry Potter. Yeah. I get into the characters. I start talking about everyone. I pause it and I'm like, Harry's doing this. And it's just become something like I'm fun when we watch Harry Potter. Therefore, they want to have fun with mom watching Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. And who cares if we're watching a movie in bed? I freaking love it. Harry Potter has such good life lessons. Like, I don't care. It's cold at night. I've been tired. And it's just like this great thing. And I'm not going to feel guilt thinking we should be doing other things that are supposedly more fun or healthier or whatever, because here we are having fun and that's what matters most. Right. So I feel passionate when I. Do you know what I, I think? What? Um, I think sometimes it's hard to have fun if you don't know how to have fun anymore. Mm-hmm. And I tried cooking recently and I'm having so much fun. I never knew how much fun it would be. That's so great. Yeah. And so now I'm diving in more and learning more stuff, but that's now just an added, you know, like it's my spectrum. And my life is widened because I tried something new and it's so great. I love that so much. And so I have kind of like a what's fun for me quiz. What do I like? Because sometimes it can be hard to even remember. Mm-hmm. And th- these are ideas of some things you can try. Like Eric said, like cooking, like trying something new. Um, do you like being outside? Do you like making art projects? Do you like writing? Do you like creating? Do you like learning? You love learning. So it makes a lot of sense that learning something new was going to be fun for you. Right. Okay. Do you like live music? Do you like being alone? Do you like to move your body? Do you like to chillax? Do you like to meditate? Do you like to spend time with? So go through and ask yourself, I like spending time outside. That's right. Every time I go outside, I feel this way. What is something I could do that could get me outside more? Yeah. And I know this just sounds so simple and so arbitrary, but this is life, man. This is the day-to-day of life. One thing that I've noticed that's brought me a lot more fun is when I'm in an exceptionally grumpy bad mood, I like to put on songs that I listened to in high school. So like Backstreet Boys or Britney Spears, songs that even in high school I thought were ridiculous. I put them on songs that I can remember watching the music videos to on MTV, like putting those on and like remembering Mandy Moore sing Candy. Like I can remember her outfit. I can't even remember like what time of day my children were born, but why do I remember the music (laughs) video to Candy by Mandy Moore, you know? Why not? And it's just amazing. Like, I think that's why people love nostalgia so much because it really can trigger these fun emotions. And it's not a crutch and it's not like a fake fun. Like, the feelings are real. So generating those real feelings of fun and passion and energy, they're going to do a lot for you. And now I want to give you some permission to schedule playtime. This is a a quote that I used to do in my How to Make Your Life the Party You Just Can't Miss keynote. And it's from a procrastination expert. So he's an expert on procrastination, Neil Fiore. And he said, people who schedule playtime are more likely to tackle unappealing projects than people who never let themselves enjoy guilt-free fun until after their work is finished. So what's fun for you? Are you making it too hard to have fun? Are you focusing on numbing 
rather than having fun? And what are some ideas that you have based on things you like that could bring more fun into your life? And here's what I want to leave you with. You're doing an incredible job. You're doing an amazing job. You're a glorious human. And some of the times I have laughed the hardest in my life have actually been in the darkest places, at funerals, (laughs) in hospitals. And it's because we need that light so much. And think about how much time you like spending with people who, when you leave them, you just feel good. Like, yeah, it's great around, It's great to be around people who are really smart, and it's great to be around people who um, are really thoughtful, but at the end of the day, I think we'll find we're so attracted to spending time with people who have just relaxed a little bit and are having fun. They're having a good time, and so rather than holding yourself to all of these impossible standards, just lean into the relaxation, lean into having fun. And I think the other challenge I would give you is don't do the cheap fun. The cheap fun, I think, is like altered states. You know I think drugs are great, guys. I just told you at the beginning of this. No, but but really, like the cheap fun is like taking, um, taking shots at others, teasing other people, that energy of fun, uh, connecting over gossiping. That isn't the same type of energy. That is in judgment. And the reason why that feels fun is because it quickly and cheaply connects you with people. But the type of connection it creates doesn't build trust. And that's something that Brene Brown talks about in her book, Braving the Wilderness, where she talks a lot about connection and building trust and community. That that type of fun, you know, where we take shots at other people, we tear people down. And it's like, if you don't have anything nice to say, come sit with me. That type of fun isn't the type of fun that does all of the things we're talking about. And so challenge yourself to have that high vibe, good energy fun and just see what it does for you. I'm so excited for you guys to let us know your thoughts on this. I'm so excited for you to experiment with what's fun for you. And I think the best thing to remember is that there is no right or wrong when it comes to having fun. Obviously, we don't want to like harm ourselves or others, but fun can be quiet, fun can be loud, fun can be by yourself, or fun can be in a group. So try to let go of the shoulds and jump on the no shame train, woo woo, and ask yourself, what is fun for you? I want to know what fun is. And I'm so excited for you guys to have fun. Okay, so if you want this worksheet, if you want to do these little things because it sounds fun, text I want fun, all one word, to 31996. I want to share with you guys something that I know can give you a lot of fun in your life if you are looking to build something that you care about. If you have a product If you have a product, if you have a message, if you have an idea, I know one of the hardest things can be how to get that out there. And that's why I do my work in Allison's Brand School. And this week, we launched a new course, and it's at its introductory price called How to Make Instagram 
work for you. You guys know that I've shared on this podcast that in the past, I have let Instagram ruin my life. In the past, I have let Instagram take all of the fun, honestly, the fun out of what it was I'm doing. And I know that so many people are in the same place as me where Instagram doesn't sound like any fun anymore. It sounds like a huge chore. Eric, have you felt that? Yes. And so when we set out to do this course, I was very hesitant to do an Instagram course because I thought it's done all these negative things for me. It's messed with my head. But when I was able to create a new framework so that I could look at Instagram with clarity and look at it as the amazing tool it is for building connection and building so much of what I've built, I got so excited because I know it's going to help so many people. So in our course, How to Make Instagram Work for You, we focus on a signature action plan that helps you get clarity, fulfillment, engagement, and growth so that you can do what you feel called to do. It is perfect for all types of businesses. If you're a social media director, if you're in network marketing, somebody said, I have a Harry Potter store that sells Harry Potter wands. Is your course good for me? And I was like, Actually, it is fantastic for you Yes. because what it does is it helps you look at Instagram in a completely new way. So I want you to check it out. Go to allisonsbrandschool.com forward slash IG for you. So that's the number four, the letter U, so that you can look at it because really, if you do have something you're trying to grow and build, this course is super fun. We have a panel of experts and it's going to help you bring more fun, more joy into the work you're doing and it's going to give you a lot of clarity and success. I'm so excited for you to have it. I just wanted to say about the course because oh, I, I edited the whole thing over the weekend. Yeah, because... it, was, it was really uh, <laughs> no, it's really it's really so priceless because just like fun, how we've built all these walls and constructs, what fun is and why we can't have it. That's what I've done to Instagram. It becomes mm. this big messy thing, and yeah. this rela- your relationship's so weird with it that. I love how you taught. It's just, it's an amazing marketing tool. It breaks down all of the crap that you've ever decided what Instagram is. And it helps me see clearly what it can do and what I can do to have it get me the results I want. So it really is an awesome course. Thank you so much because that's what was so important to me is I had created such a toxic relationship with it. I had all these messed up expectations. And when I was able to create this framework and get the freedom to see it for what it is and appreciate it for all of the good it's done in my life, I'm able to have more fun in the creation of the content. And that literally attracts more people because having fun is sexy, guys. That's what we're talking about. So again, you can find that at Allison's Brand School. That's Allison with one L dot com forward slash IG number four letter U. Give us that review, son. This is from Chell162. She says, I started listening to Allison and Eric from the very beginning on my commute to work. I find myself in my car nodding and getting excited because their practical advice and positivity keeps me going. Since I started listening, I have gone through a house fire, moved to a completely new place, had a baby, and lost my mom to cancer. I come back to this podcast for my grief, my self-identity, self-improvement, and a reason to get back up and keep living even on those days I really don't want to. It's taking me too long to leave a review, but if you're reading this, I hope that you don't wait any longer to listen to every single one of these episodes and take away all they have to offer. Thank you so much. What was the name? Chell162. Thank you so much, Chell. Chelsea. Chell. Probably Chelsea. I'm so sorry for your loss, and um, it's incredibly touching that this podcast has been able to help you during 
such, such hard times of your life. I told Eric he absolutely had to choose that review because we want to send you goodies and say thank you and we love you and we support you and we're so grateful you're here. So please send an email to awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com and I just would love to ask you guys if you love this podcast and you want to support it, sharing it is the number one way you can do it. I love when you buy my courses, when you come to my workshop. I know that's not feasible for everyone, but one way that you can support us for free is by leaving the reviews and by tagging The Allison Show, sharing it on Instagram and your stories. I appreciate it so much. We get back to as many as we can and we read all of the reviews. Thank you guys so much. I hope that you have some more fun in your life. I am not trying to dismiss your hard, dark things that are going on. I know it's heavy. I know they're there. But I know that having fun is going to make them a little bit lighter to carry. And I really, really know that doing the worksheet and these ideas is going to help you. And I'm so excited for that. I want to remind you that only you can be you. And you are already as awesome as you need to be. What are you going to take us out on? It better be fun. Oh, it's going to be fun. This track is called All I See from the Funky Fresh collection. I used a piece of it at the end of each section on the IG for You course. Aren't you fun? So you're welcome for that. Once again, this is from Pleasant Pictures Music Club, high-end music for $1.99 a year. If you use code AWESOMEWITHERIC, that gets you 20% off, so it makes it about $160. I want you to find a better deal than that. Enjoy this track. It's called All I See. (laughs) 